0: welcome to the job interview experience. Today, we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects and I think probably one of the most helpful things you can do in your entire job search. My name is Matthew. I'm your host. I am a former executive recruiter, search firm owner, director of talent acquisition, and founder of CandidateClub.com. If you have been listening to the podcast or you just started listening, Please hit subscribe. Some people will never hit subscribe, and I get how your app will remember that you listen to the show. But it helps me out. It helps the show get more visibility. If you subscribe to this, follow this until you get your job, which if you listen to this show, I think you will soon. Also, the job interview experience has an Instagram where I have found myself mostly posting what I consider funny job search memes, so maybe it won't be super helpful. But it's a way to stay connected. I will be posting updates on there. We have an Instagram. We have a Facebook We have a Twitter, and we have a YouTube. Go check one of those out. Go follow me on Instagram. Uh, People have been sending me messages on there. It's fun to chat. Check out the Facebook. Give it a like, please, and we'll stay in touch. Now back to the show. Let's jump into the job description breakdown. As you look through the job description, copy it all, paste it into a Word document. So You're going to find your job description online. It's probably going to be on a company's website that you are looking to apply to or it's something that you found on a job search site like Indeed or CareerBuilder or Monster or whatever. So you copy that and you put it into your own Word document or Google document. You can print this out if you want. And what we're going to do, and you're going to edit it either online on your browser or wherever or you're going to print it out. What we're going to do is point by point, you're going to look through it and anything you have experience in, You are going to highlight with a green highlighter. Anything that you don't have great skills in, but you've done before, you've had a little bit of experience, and you're going to highlight that with a yellow highlighter. Any skills that you don't have at all, maybe it's a coding language you haven't seen, maybe it's a program on the computer, maybe it's accounting software whatever it is, maybe it's a, a type of marketing, media, management, whatever it is, maybe it's industry-specific that you've never done, you've never messed around with it, maybe you've only heard of it, but you've never encountered it or worked in it, you're going to highlight that in red. Then you're going to go through all of that, and then you're going to type out on your computer or with a pencil, you write out in the area that you have experienced, that's the green area, write out exactly what you have done in that area. So if you worked in manufacturing and it says you need they need a machinist with XYZ experience on XYZ machine, you write, I have two years experience with XYZ machine. I know how to program them. I'm good at fixing them when they do this weird specific thing. And you go through everything and you find that what their requirements are. You look at every requirement they have and list and relate your experience. So next on the yellow, the things that you have a little bit of experience in, but you wouldn't call yourself well-qualified or an expert. Write that down. So I helped fundraise, but it was only once and it wasn't my job. It was for my neighborhood scouts or church organization, a fundraiser for for something. If the job is a full-time fundraising job, you can say, I helped do this once. I really enjoyed fundraising, but I'm not an expert at it. If it's taking phone calls, say customer care, you can write I've never actually been in customer care, but I actually really enjoy being on the phone and talking to people. I've been told I have a good phone voice and I enjoy it. So those are examples of how you can relate. You have some experience doing this. Maybe you've answered the phone at your job, but you've never been a full-time customer care rep. The thing's in red. What you can do is say say it's a computer program that you don't have skills or experience with. You will then look that up online and figure out what you need to do to learn those skills. It might be really simple things. It might be things that take a while to become proficient at. It just really depends. I'm not saying you have to go out and do them. That's this is what's important. You don't have to go out and do that. You don't have to go out and gain those skills. But you're prepping for this. So say it's a programming language, uh, Ruby on Rails. You can say I don't have programming experience with Ruby on Rails. However, before this interview, I found that there is a three month boot camp that costs. This amount of dollars, I would love to join that to do that to get caught up to speed. I think it's an important skill to have. And so if I get this job, please know that I will be the first in line to become a top notch Ruby on Rails programmer for your company. So then you take all of that information from the job description and you jump over to your resume and you plug that in. We'll go back to the manufacturing machinist job. So if your last job was a manufacturing machinist, the job description says you need experience with the XYZ machine. You happen to have used the XYZ machine at your last job, but maybe you didn't put that on your resume because you didn't think to. You didn't think it was relevant. Now on your resume, you write in manufacturing manufacturer specializing in XYZ machine and ABC machine and 123 machine. And point by point, everything on the job description that you have experience in you now start to plug that into your resume and it's going to look awesome. And then with the yellow stuff that's highlighted yellow, you now have that prepared. Don't lie on your resume at all. What you have is information to have an intelligent, prepared conversation so you don't get caught off guard talking about areas that you only have a little bit of experience. You are prepared to talk about it in the interview. You can say, hey, I have some experience with this. Let me ask you, I didn't put it on my resume, but I did do this thing that relates to what you need. It's not exactly the same, but it's really similar. I'm not a full-time fundraiser, but I applied to this job because I I did that to help out this local organization I care about. And we went door to door and raised money and something clicked within me. And I feel like this is something that I can make a difference for your organization with, and something that I'm good at. The items that you have highlighted it in red. You have this awesome source of knowledge and info that shows you're ready to get to work. You can then say, I don't have experience in this, but I can do this and this to get up to speed. I already looked it up. I already did the research. Have you ever been in a situation where I don't know, maybe you're having car trouble or maybe you need to have something done on, at your apartment or at your house? And someone's able to tell you right away, oh, to do that, you need to do this and this, and it'll be fixed. They already know what to do to solve the problem. It's a great feeling because they already, they, they're not going to f- solve the problem for you, but they can tell you exactly what needs to be done to get you to where you want to be. So when you are asked, do you have experience mixing these two chemicals together? You can say, no, I don't. But I looked it up and it's actually very similar to this one chemical thing I did. And I can get certified in what you do just by taking this one online certification course. I've already looked it up. It takes six hours or 20 hours. And I could have this. If I began working for you, I could have this done within the first week. I've already figured out how to make it my onboarding project. now. You take those two beautiful documents that you've created, your resume looks awesome because it aligns perfectly with the job that you're applying for. It really applies to the job. You should have done this before you applied for the job, but if you haven't, it's okay because you can bring it into your interview with you. You can study this before your interview. Maybe you cleaned it up a little bit so it doesn't look quite so scribbled. Make it look good. Put it in a portfolio like a notebook that opens up. Maybe fake leather. It's the one I always talk about on Amazon. It's like leather and $12. It's what I've used and taken to a ton of meetings. Uh, really simple. No, none, doesn't have those binder rings or anything like that. If you want one, just go find one on Amazon. I promise I'm not plugging this. It's just I it's my little friend. I wouldn't care if you open that up during your interview. It wouldn't bother me. That's why I'm telling people you can bring information with you to your interview. You don't want to read off a note card the entire time. You don't want to read off a script. But you put your resume on there. Put the job description on there. I, as an HR pro, as I've, th- I've hired and interviewed thousands of people. would not bother me one bit. I wouldn't think it was weird. It'd only be weird if you stared at it the whole time. You don't want to stare at it the whole time like you're reading someone else's information. You need to memorize it, like 90% of it. But if you get nervous, which you will, we all do, and you forget, and they say, tell me about this one thing, you th- you'll think in a hushed voice. Oh, that is something I highlighted in yellow on the job description, but I don't remember it now. (laughs) And you you don't have the time to sit there and say, let me think, let me think, let me think. So just having that information in front of you will help. They probably won't see what you're looking at in your portfolio or the paper in front of you unless they're looking over your shoulder, which would be weird. Look at the job description. Bingo. Yeah, actually, I do have a tiny bit of experience in that area and what you're looking for. I've already done this. I did research to kind of get caught up on uh, what's currently being done with this. I want to do it more. This is what you need, and I want to do this. I have all the other skills besides this one to to get into this role and take your company to the next level. I want to dig into the skills that you need someone to have. I've already planned it out. This is how I do it. Most people don't do anything close to this in their interviews, and it shows. People show up, and the interviewer will say, do you have any experience changing tires? People say, no. Maybe you're applying to a mechanic shop or a tire place or whatever. Do you have any experience changing tires? No. Okay, next question. better way to answer that is, do you have any experience changing tires? Well, I'll tell you what. I've changed my bike tires and actually do that all the time. I've done quite a bit of research. I understand the basics of PSI and mounting them and getting good seals. I've gone tire shopping. I know that's not the skill you're looking for. But I actually, I've watched a couple of videos on how to do this before the interview. I understand this lingo and this lingo and this lingo. There's kind of an art to it. And I'd like to get good at this. I've learned that you can get efficient at it. You have to get really good seals right, and the wheel has to be balanced. And people appreciate it because it's what goes between them and the road. You can do all of this and say this, and you're prepared. Hey, put me in, coach. I'm ready to get in. You know, I'm not the best at this. I don't really know exactly how to do this. But I understand what I'm getting myself into, and I'll learn, and I'll be the person who actually cares about it and is passionate about learning about this. Maybe changing tires isn't the best example, but you get what I'm saying. You do your homework, and you show that you're someone that cares about the details of the job. Say that your boss says during a a different job, hey, how much does paper cost to ship overnight from Canada? You don't say, I don't know. You say, oh, I'll look that up and get back to you, and you'll get three different price quotes. This is your document. This is your holy grail to bring into your interview. You're not just being well-researched for yourself, which is the biggest part of this, but you're also showing that you're the type of person who digs into the details and cares. I've interviewed a ton of people. Where during the interview, you ask them about something. And they say, oh, I didn't even know that was something that you, I needed to do in this job. No, I have no idea how to do that. It's not a good look. First of all, it just shows they didn't take the time to really look through the job description, which I get a lot of people skip. Because you look at so many of them. I understand. The opposite of that is what I'm preparing you to do. And it's going to make you stand out at all job levels, whether it's an entry-level job, your first-level job, or you're an executive and you're doing now doing deep research into different industries and needs that they have. New software pops up all the time that people use. Look up that software. Look up what company probably acquired it recently. Watch videos. Understand why it's used and how it's different. So you have the job description on one side of the portfolio, your resume on the other. You can just bring one. You can bring both. You can memorize them. But your nerves will impact that in the moment. That will make a huge difference on how you perform, express your skills, and align yourself with a job during your interview. It's introspection, really, is what this whole thing is. It's training you to think back through your past experiences, looking within, reflecting on what you've done, what you know about, what you can do. I want you to be 100% truthful on your resume. I really mean that. Don't lie about anything. This is about looking back and building a case for yourself. Like I said, what you've done, what you can do, and what you want to do. Connect the dots for the recruiter. You are connecting the dots for the recruiter between you and the job that they want to fill. They, that's their job, to fill, the, fill it. They don't want to interview people all the time. They want to fill these roles because that's how they get paid. That's how they are, their performance is measured. If you are going to a place where you are going to be, say, changing tires and you've never done that before, say, hey, I never changed tires before, but I worked at this rubber factory and I can tell you everything you need to know about rubber. Or, hey, I love bikes and the tires do pop and I've actually changed them probably five or ten times in my whole life. Whatever it is, be creative. Connect those dots. Connect the dots between working at a rubber factory and the bike tire place. You can talk about how hard tires are and how that affects the, this, how cushy the ride is for the passengers. How different temperatures affect how tire connects to the road. The tire example is a little out there. I get it. Don't know how many people change tires that listen to the podcast. I'm sure there's some. But you're, be creative. That's what I'm trying to say. You can tie things together. In our technological world, things are very interconnected. That document, if you're nervous about your interviews, that document is going to help you feel much less nervous before that interview, and you're going to feel less pressure during your interview because you don't have to recollect everything, and you don't have to recollect everything under pressure. For your phone and Zoom interviews, this will be way, way easier to use because you can have it off screen. If it's a Zoom interview, You can even tape it to each side of your computer screen or your laptop screen. So it doesn't look like you're looking down the entire time. You're just looking kind of to the side. Try that out. There's my little tip for you to take home. Phone interview, you can stare at the entire time. Just don't go blind. People forget that nerves hurt your ability to recollect things quickly. You're in fight or flight mode. You're not thinking about the past. You're thinking about the future. If you're confident about your job interview, those things are going to help you build a stronger case for yourself. Less time thinking of answers and less time working around the question. You have the answer available to you right away. Job description breakdown, resume breakdown. If you haven't found the job of your dreams just yet, break down your resume a little bit. Find a job description for the type of job you want. It doesn't have to be specific. Practice doing this with your resume, build some evidence, look at your past experience. And good luck. This podcast is brought to you by candidateclub.com. Prepare for your interview and walk in with confidence. We cover stuff like the resume and job description breakdown, among a ton of other things, including resume training. After every question, it's followed up by a video of me where I describe strategy, technique, best practices, what's going on in human resources heads. So head to CandidateClub.com, check out the packages, check out the testimonials. It'll get you ready for your job interview. You will feel more confident. It's that easy. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Are you feeling frustrated with the job hunt? Are endless applications and a radio silence getting you down? You can now book me for $1 a minute for $30, $45, or $60. Minutes. Don't need 45 minutes. Don't pay for it. Want to do 30 minutes now and maybe 30 minutes later? Once you progress, let's do it. We can conduct a mock interview. I'll help you format great responses that make a difference. We can improve your resume and cover letter to help get you noticed. I'm here to consult with you if you're in a unique situation and want input from someone that has seen it all and can help you succeed like I have so many others. It's super simple. Just go to jobinterviewexperience.com and click the $1 a minute coaching button at the very top of the page. Select the amount of time you want to meet, and then you can look through my availability without having to pay. Check out my availability, pick a time, and pay $1 a minute for 100% of my attention. It's blocked into 30, 45, or 60 minutes, so we won't go over. You won't get charged any more than what you pay at checkout. Remember, the faster you invest in yourself, the faster you land that dream job. Go to JobInterviewExperience.com or follow the link in this episode's description. I'm excited to meet and help you take control of your career today.